Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called It's Your Story. So today, I'm going to ask you to entertain the idea that each of us have our own unique curriculum in this lifetime. And every person you've ever met and will ever meet is playing a role in your story. And this is another way of saying it's all happening for you. And I know you've heard me say this before. And I love entertaining this concept because it really tends to engage me in my life in a bigger way. You know, how you look at the world becomes a lens that then dictates how you see the world. And gosh, you know, you have to admit that perceiving that there is always something for you in every situation is way more inviting than believing that it's all pointless or it's all happening to you or life sucks. (laughs) So just for today, consider the possibility that we each have our own unique curriculum. And this curriculum has been set up perfectly for your expansion, for your growth. Now, if you had given me this perspective 20 years ago, I probably would have fought you on it. But to stay with me, Because I have a story for you that might just move you to take a second look at the main characters in the ever-unfolding story of your life. So this is a story about me and my dad. My dad, who most recently passed on. And as some of you might know, when I was growing up, my dad was a pretty heavy drinker. And I didn't live with him full time. I only went to visit him on weekends and then one month out of the summer. And I put that guy on a pedestal for a lot of years until I went to college when I started realizing that the drinking was a problem And our politics were at odds, to put it mildly. (laughs) Yeah. And at that point in my life, in my early 20s, I had a lot of animosity toward my dad. Our relationship was strained. And there came a point when I really didn't want anything to do with him. In fact, I felt like it was some kind of cruel mistake that he was even my dad. Like, it made no sense to me. We would fight. He seemed to resent my views just as much as I resented his. And, you know, years went by like this. The holidays were awkward, you know, brutal even sometimes. You know, what wasn't said at these gatherings felt louder to me than what was. You know, I was shut down toward him, and it was painful. It was really painful. Now, on my own, I made a lot of attempts 
at healing my dad issues, you know, with therapy and spiritual practices. I tried a lot of things and nothing helped. I even invited my dad to my therapy session one time. Bad idea. (laughs) And years went by and that relationship, me and my dad, felt more and more to me like... um, like an obligation, really, that I wanted out of. And I kept showing up for the holidays anyway. And then at some point in my late 30s, um, he got a big scare. He ended up in the hospital with a triple bypass. And the doctor basically told him he needed to quit. I think he needed to quit smoking and drinking or else, you know, it was going to be over for him. And something about um, him being in the hospital and me being there with him, um, just the vulnerability of it really somehow inspired me to uh, initiate a relationship with him, like a real one. And so when he got out and recovered, I, I started having him over for coffee every single week. And we started talking. You know, and our conversations were pretty superficial at first. Um, we talked about business because that was um, one thing we had in common. He'd been a successful business owner for over 40 years and so it was an entry point for us. You know, we, had, we shared a common language. And over the weeks and months, um, my heart started softening. And, you know, we started sharing more personal things about, um, you know, he, where he came from and, and his family And then we started sharing and talking about our own relationship. And I remember this one particular day when I shared with him a deep pain that I'd been carrying with me for over 20 years about him. And, you know, I had tears in my eyes And I said to him, Dad, you know, when I was 20, you told me you didn't like me. And that really hurt me. And he listened. And what he said to me in response changed something deep inside of me. He said, Aw, hon. (laughs) I said I didn't like you. That didn't mean I didn't love you. <laughs> and those words, oh my God, I can't tell you what they did. It's like something released inside of me. And it felt like a self-hatred that I'd been carrying around without even realizing it just released. You know, at that point in my life, I had two failed marriages that failed largely because I didn't love myself. And I chose those particular partners from that place of not loving myself. 
So of course it wasn't going to go well, right? I'd been carrying this belief that my dad didn't like me, which translated into my psyche that there must be something wrong with me. And I realized in that moment or over the, you know, days that followed after that profound experience, um, that, that I'd been hurting myself with that belief that there was something wrong with me for my whole adult life. So his words offered me a new perspective, that I'm okay, that I'm worthy of love, that I'm enough, that I'm good enough. (laughs) So powerful. Now, I want to emphasize the point that I had hurt myself with those thoughts because that's what it was. You know, he had said something. Sure, he had some mean words that he had said in, uh, you know, um, a heated moment. And I made those words mean something about me, that there was something wrong with me. And I let those words define me, which then influenced how I showed up in the world and the decisions that I made and who I chose to be in relationship with. So healing that relationship felt like graduating to a whole new level of me. You know, my heart opened bigger, my mind opened bigger, (laughs) and I could now see possibilities that I just couldn't see before because my sight was blocked. I'd been so resistant to that relationship with him. And now I can see that that relationship held a key to my own happiness, to my own freedom, you know? So the key was basically right there in front of me and I was avoiding it. You know, I was avoiding the relationship because it felt so painful. It was like, you know, approaching that relationship was like walking into a dark room and shining a light on it, you know? Yeah. So you may have a relationship that's heavy like that or that's uncomfortable. And you may be thinking there's no way that person would even agree to, you know, healing the relationship. Or maybe you have no intention of ever approaching that person. And that's fine. They may not even be alive still. (laughs) But the truth is the relationship is inside your own mind. What you're doing with it is more important than the relationship itself. You know, so you can work, you can do all the work on yourself without ever even talking to that person. Because when you think about it, who is really causing you all the pain? Only you can be responsible for how you feel about something, right? How you feel about a relationship, how you feel about whatever happened, you know? So you're the one who gets to decide whether or not to hold on to the pain. And the heavier and the more aversion you have to the relationship, 
the more important it is to heal it, to heal it within yourself. Because on some level, it's weighing you down or blocking your light in some way. Because that's what resentment does, right? That's what irritation does. That's what guilt does. It all just shuts you down and hides your light, right? It makes you small, small. So it may not be possible for you to work it out with your parent or your sibling or whoever it is, but you can work on it yourself. And if it's a forgiveness thing that needs to happen, please go back and listen to the episode, Let Them Off the Hook, because there's some great steps in there. And, you know, forgiveness is not always an easy path. So, yeah, but if, but if a relationship rubs you the wrong way, or, you know, brings up feelings of discomfort, you know, those feelings are coming up to be healed. They're coming up to be healed. You know, quite often the lesson has something to do on a deeper level with teaching you about love. And, and, and usually it's, it's about love in yourself. It's about love in yourself. Yeah, self-love, compassion, forgiveness, all of it, all of it. It's an opening of some kind that, you know, that wants to free you from feeling trapped. Because <clears throat> when you really feel into it, resentment is a bit of a prison, right? That taints how you, you know, see the world, you know, and how you feel in the world. And releasing it, releasing it is like swinging a door open, you know, and letting fresh air in. It's freedom. It's freedom. And, you know, for me, once I forgave my dad, I was able to, to really see the gifts he gave me. And one of the biggest gifts was my sensitivity, which has guided me over the years as a healer, as a compassionate business owner, and continues to guide me in my coaching practice. And here with you right now, yeah, how to show up in an authentic way, you know, yeah. Because underneath it all, underneath all that drinking that my dad was doing was a big old teddy bear (laughs) that I am now very proud to call my dad. And I wouldn't take back any part of my journey with that guy. It's shaped me into the best version of myself. (laughs) And what a trip it's been. Yeah, no part of it would I take back. So I would encourage you to look closer at the characters in your life, especially the more difficult ones, to see what's there for you when you take a closer look. And if there are more layers 
in that relationship, if it's just too entangled (laughs) for you to navigate on your own, you know, I'd suggest asking for some help with it, right? And I'm happy to hop on a call with you to see if you're a good fit for my coaching style. Or perhaps therapy is a better choice for you. I don't know. Whatever the case, just remember, it's all happening for you, even when it doesn't feel like it, (laughs) especially when it doesn't actually. And all the answers to all your questions are waiting inside of you. You just have to find them. You just have to find them. And as always, my friend, I'm so grateful that you're here. And I love getting your feedback. So if you want to continue this conversation, please go to Facebook and request to join the group, The Life Coaching Spot. And you can also go to Kathy Walker Life Coach and like the page. That's Kathy with a C, by the way. (laughs) Both of these are new pages that will be evolving as we move forward and get deeper into all of it. I'd love to see you there. Blessed be. If you want to apply for one-on-one coaching with me or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me, you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you. Peace and blessings.